today comes from 1 Corinthians 15, verses 12 through 20, and can be found on the front of your bulletin. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain, and your faith has been in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God, because we testified of God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have died in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are all, we are all people must be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Have you ever been asked if you believe in life after death? I don't. I believe in life after life. Death is just the door you get there. You walk through. Any of you walk through a doorway today? Have you ever noticed how many doors there are in the world? I wish I had the door contract for this church. My goodness, doors everywhere. How often do you think about walking through a door? you give it any thought at all, or do you just open it? Or have somebody else open it for you around here, usually, and walk on through? That's about as much thought as death deserves. The same amount. Because we are Christians. We believe in life after life. That's important to us. The power of resurrection is everything. We all know someone who's been resurrected. We've all loved someone who has been resurrected. And to have the assurance of God's word is everything. Today we are going to hear good stuff. Great stuff. The most awesome thing we could hear in the Bible. Lord, we thank you for your word, for that assurance that the resurrection is real, that you are real, that your love for us is real, that the forgiveness that came through the cross is real. Be with us. Let us hear good news. Great news, awesome news, in Jesus' name, amen. We are rather strange in our attitudes towards death, aren't we? Death is a big deal and, you know, in a way it should be because it touches all of our lives. It touches us directly, eventually, and there's no way to escape it. It is the great unknown. 
to go where no person has gone before. Well, that's not death. That's not death at all. Death is where every person has gone before, except for a couple of people in the Bible. Even so, we know so little about the world to come. Now, as a pastor, I have heard some rather strange things about heaven. In heaven, Wayne will be a scratch golfer, golfing like the pros. Now he's really looking forward to it. In heaven, Jack will be listening to Ken Cowan and Leo Sowerby play the organ, and he will say, you know, if they keep practicing, they might one day get as good as my grandson. More than one person has said to me, quite a few in fact, I can't wait to get to heaven where I'll be able to eat whatever I want and not gain weight. That's right, people of God. Heaven means donuts for diabetics, milk for the lactose intolerant, and peanuts for the allergic. Some people reduce heaven to basic truths. And they actually do come closer to the glory that is heaven. No wrinkles, no age spots, no medications. That's all actually in the Bible. A new body. A perfect body. I'm going to look like Jason Momoa. Maybe I should tell Sissy, give her something to look forward to. We tell jokes about heaven. We say and we hear things. I hear it all the time. Well, it beats being six feet under. Does it? For a Christian, does it really beat being six feet under? Being in the very presence of God, in a place called paradise, and that word isn't even good enough to come close to describing it, is being six, not six feet under better than that? We read beliefs. Beliefs about the eternal, etched into headstones. Like the woman's stone that said she lived 42 years with her husband and died in hopes of a better life. There's more than one way to read that message, isn't there? Questions range from the naive and innocent, will there be dogs in heaven? to the much more serious, if I get to heaven and my child, my children are not there, how can that possibly 
be heaven. And the question that looms largest of all, over all these things, does heaven really exist? Do we truly believe in the resurrection? I don't know if you noticed it while Hope was reading the scripture today, but everything the Apostle Paul writes makes sense as we would expect from him. We preach that Jesus himself was raised from the dead. So how come is it that some of you say that there is no such thing as the resurrection of the dead? It's a good question. A valid question. If no resurrection, Paul says, then Jesus has not been raised. I'd say that's perfect logic. And now Paul gets very, very serious. And if Christ has not been raised, preaching is useless, and so is your faith. In other words, Paul is saying the resurrection is the heart of everything we do and believe and know and live. And even further, if Christ has not been raised, then that makes us false witnesses. We're telling a lie. Even more, if Christ has not been raised, we are still in our sins. Oh my goodness. Who wants that? Even more, those who have fallen asleep are lost. Even more. If Christ has not been raised, there is no access to the forgiveness of God through Jesus Christ. Paul's argument is well laid out, very thorough, very logical. There's just one problem. Paul is asking us to believe the impossible. Dead people don't come back to life, do they? Paul seems to think that it's okay to ask the question, that it's reasonable to ask, how can you not believe the impossible? The answer is kind of in the question, isn't it? Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. And that's it. To this, the church rises up. Because we hear the sound of God laughing. You know, I read this week about a pastor sometime back approached a church member 
and he greeted him on Easter morning with the traditional Easter greeting. Christ is risen. Well, this man was so excited about Easter and the resurrection that instead of giving the traditional response, he is risen indeed, he just stammered and stammered and finally his enthusiasm took over and what popped out of his mouth was yepperdy doodle Because the resurrection means we don't have to fear death. For we will be with God where all will be made right because we are with God. The resurrection means we don't have to fear death. But have you ever considered that it also means we don't have to fear life? For God is with us. Nowhere in the Bible do I read that God is waiting for us in heaven. When we get there, everything will be fine. We just have to get there. But everywhere I look in the Bible, I read God is very intimately involved with our lives. God cares down to the hairs on our head. God cares down to the number of flowers in a field, the lilies in the valley. God with us. The whole message of Christmas is that God is here. God is now. The resurrection assures us. We all know life comes with some bitter disappointments, some harsh and hard heartaches. But the resurrection assures us that God was with us, that God is with us, and that one day we will be with God forever. The final answer to pain. The final answer to innocent victims. The final answer to a 12-year-old being bullied and forgetting how precious life is because his life has not been made to feel precious. The final answer to every infirmity, every disease, every injustice. The final answer to any tragic news. The final answer any time we stand beside a grave. The resurrection, yepperdy doodle! We should all be shouting that. And because I believe the resurrection, I know that death is the sound of God laughing as all is made right. And that is all death is. So I don't have to fear death 
And I don't have to fear life because I believe the impossible. Because I know the impossible is the place of some of God's greatest work. So rejoice, people of God. Rejoice. As Paul says, Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. Yepper dee doodle. And amen.